Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Colts Nation, welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice, your guys, Cody and Derek here, back for another one, guys, and I am excited to announce that this has very much been a summer project for us for the last four years, the fifth annual position breakdown for the Indianapolis Colts, right? We started it, Derek, I believe it was 2019 was the first time we started breaking them down. We've done 2019, 2020, 21, 22. So we are now in 2023, the fifth year of this. Man, this has just kind of become a tradition around this time, Derek. And it's kind of nice to be able to kind of take a step back, right? Because we talk all the time about all these different players, all these different scenarios. But now what we get to do for 10 episodes is we get the opportunity to break down and talk about pretty much every single player of relevance, of note, for the Indianapolis Colts and their different position groups. So I personally, this is one of my favorite, you know, kind of episode series that we do. I feel like we used to do a lot more, maybe more episode series. So whenever we're able to get back to it and not just do one-off episodes, I kind of like that. I think that's good. So uh, I'm really excited for this, man. It's always fun to be able to just talk a little bit more in depth about like a couple players as opposed to 90 players or whatever it is on an NFL roster um, leading up to training camp or then preseason, regular season, all that stuff. So, man, I'm excited for this. Looking forward to this. It's going to be a great time. How are you feeling about this, man? Uh, you know, just anything we can kind of do to kind of talk more about Colts football. You know, I tweeted earlier today that I kind of uh, just can't wait for Colts football to get back, but you know, whatever we get to do to kind of break down this team a little bit more, because regardless that the season's here or not, you know, Colts fans still want to talk about the way this team is headed. So it's good to talk about these players. It definitely is. And it's just that, that time in the summer where I think a lot of people kind of take some time off from talking about the Colts because there's really nothing to talk about, right? And so um, we get the opportunity to be able to continue to cut the conversation for people who really do want to. You know, that's just kind of how it always is when it comes to the summer. You know, uh, video, the amount of video, the different types of topics. They don't, you have to kind of come up with a list every single year or else you're going to be like, oh my goodness, we're a couple weeks out, you know, out and we haven't. We don't have anything, right? That's just kind of the point we're at right now. Interest is at, at an all-time low. Probably the all-time low it'll be um, until, you know, next summer. So 
Uh, views are down, interest is down, but hey, you know what? For those fans that are still here, that are still rooting uh, for the Colts, even in the offseason, are still uh, wanting to talk about them. Um, this is a video and an episode in a series for you. So we are going to start here, Derek, as we always do with this series, by talking about the most important position in football, the quarterback position. And, and this is a very interesting one, Derek. This is the first time, I think, well, maybe I guess besides year one, where we're talking about a quarterback that is a rookie quarterback that is going to most likely play a good amount of games here in his rookie season, you know, we're talking about a franchise guy, right? If you remember 2019, we all assumed Andrew Luck was going to be the guy, right? We talked about it, we broke it down, and then obviously we know what happened. 2020, Philip Rivers, we knew that was a short-term solution. 21, Carson Wentz, we, we thought he might be. I mean, the Colts thought he might be. Ended up not working out. Then obviously, you know, they have the Matt Ryan situation as well. So, you know, all these different guys, all these different players. Um, and it kind of feels good in a way to kind of have a reset at the quarterback position and talk about a position group that at this point last year, Derek, was completely different, a completely different group than it is this year. So, man, talk to me just about this overall overarching position group of the quarterback position, all the transition that's gone on even in the last, you know, 365 days and just what your outlook is for this position now. Well, I mean, the eyes have been opened for every Colts fan. I mean, we have seen it where we kind of all had in the back of our minds that, you know, the Colts can't keep doing this forever. Like everyone even said, like once Matt Ryan's done, like the future has to be here. Like somebody has to get drafted at some point to take over this team because the Colts can't keep doing what they're doing. And I mean, unfortunately we kind of thought that the Colts would be going in a different direction with, you know, Matt Ryan still being on this team. And, you know, being able to, it would have been such a nice situation, Cody, if, you know, Matt Ryan could have still been here for a year and been a solid quarterback. And then Anthony Richardson comes in and then you end up getting him to sit for a year and learn behind somebody like that. But like I've said millions of times, that's just not the hand you've been dealt. So the Colts just kind of had to live with the situation that they've been put in, but the future definitely has a interesting pull to it. It definitely has a situation where you feel a little bit more of a excitement that wasn't there before. Like my favorite baseball team, the Cincinnati Reds, uh, like kind of like what they're doing right now. Like they started the year so bad and then they bring in all these young kids, right? These young kids who, you know, haven't been in the majors yet. They bring in all this collection of young talent and it's all working right now. Like they took off and now they're one of the best teams in baseball. But that's because instead of going the route of, you know, just paying all these big names and getting these old heads in here that don't really do much for you, you're bringing in this young talent that you know you can uh, bring up through your system, and then you're able to get it going. And through that talent and through the hard work, it's working out. Now, 
Anthony Richardson definitely is in a different sport, and it's going to take a little bit more time to figure that out. But the good thing is, is we all feel he's in a good support system with a great coach, great offensive-minded coordinator, uh, a great uh, backup quarterback uh, at some point in Gardner Minshew, who is a great role model and a great guy to have in the locker room and in the room with you when you're learning this stuff. So, you know, we have no doubt that Anthony Richardson's going to put in the work and we have no doubt that there is a good support system behind him. The ultimate question is not when Anthony Richardson's going to get better uh, or if he's going to get better. It's just a matter of when is he going to get better? How long is it going to take for you? Uh, and you know, that's just the ultimate case is as Colts fans, we just kind of hope that it's sooner rather than later. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Absolutely. You talked about just the, the youth movement the Colts have had at the quarterback position. And I wanted to kind of double back on that because, you know, you think about the quarterback room from a year ago where it was Matt Ryan, you know, 37 years old at that point, right. Wasn't getting any younger. You know, we all knew he was maximum. We thought um, two years probably with Indianapolis. And if he was just lighted literally on fire, maybe another year, but like that was kind of pushing it. Right. We thought two years was kind of like the thing for him at the max. And, you know, you also thought about, um, you know, the guy that brought in the, for the backup, Nick Foles, right. The 30 plus year old quarterback as well. And now Derek, you just bring in youth, right. Gardner Minshew, you know, he's had some experience, but he's only 27 years old, right. He's still pretty young and his NFL career and he's going to, you know, compete, obviously, with Richardson, who just turned 21 a couple, like a month ago. So, I mean, you talk about an infusion of youth and a complete, like, flip of the script in a way in terms of just the, the age difference, right? You, you bring in guys that have been in the league, you know, since the 2010s. Like, you brought in those type of guys um, last year, and now you bring in guys that, heck, are about our, are, are literally like my age or younger, like that kind of thing. Um, so that just tells you right there, man, kind of how the Colts, like you talked about, they committed to that youth movement for better or for worse. They said, you know what, this old thing that we've been doing, get, bringing in all these old guys um, at quarterback, you know, it worked for a year. We really got lucky with Phillip Rivers, but like we can't keep doing it, right? We can't keep, like we said, kicking the can down the road and hoping eventually that we just can continue to fill it with these stopgap solutions. And so Indianapolis just made a concerted effort uh, for both positions, for the for the starter and the backup, to go a little bit younger, take a, a little bit of a youth movement, right? And you do feel like, Derek, like with Gardner Minshew, I want to talk about that real fast, he can be your starter week one, right? He can be your starter pretty easily. You can make a case for that. And he can also be your backup. And I love his mindset. He's just a guy that says, whatever, you know, whatever the Colts need, I want to be there. I want to be that guy, right? He's not a guy that obviously he wants to start. Who wouldn't want to start? But he's not a guy that's going to, you know, come in with any expectation, if you will. You know, like he's not going to come in and be upset if he's not the week one starter. He's just there to learn, to teach, and to just be a guy that we've known Gardner Minshew has been the last few years. So 
just the concerted effort from the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, you got to kind of applaud them for just eventually waking up. And unfortunately, it took an utter implosion of offense for them to finally realize that. But uh, the fact that they did eventually make the change, they committed to Anthony Richardson, right, who people said, why would you take him at four? He's a project guy, right? He's got he's got some issues. He's played 13 total games, right? But the Colts decided, you know what? The upside for this guy, it's worth the risk, right? It's worth probably taking some lumps early on, right, with him. That's just kind of how it is when you don't have experience and you have to play the most important position in all of, uh, you know, potentially all of sports, certainly all of the, all of football. Um, so I just think looking at that, it's just like, man, I have to applaud the Colts for finally making that decision and just going for it and really having, a, you know, obviously a plan for their future, but also a contingency plan if he's not ready, right? They don't feel like they, if he's, if they feel like he is not ready to go right away, Derek, they don't have to start him. He doesn't, it's not like a situation where it's like, like with Andrew Luck, for example, like you hate, he was going to start. Like, there's no question about that. But like with Richardson, it's a little bit more of like a blurry line because of the inexperience and the Colts don't have to have a situation where if they throw him out there, you know, because he don't have a backup solution and he looks terrible and his confidence is shot his rookie year. Like we've seen that with different quarterbacks that's happened before. Right. And so uh, I think that alone is also a good thing that the Colts decided to do. Um, they decided to kind of double down, if you will, at the quarterback position, get their franchise guy, get their guy that could be their week one starter. If not, probably the best backup in the NFL. Um, and I just think that that's honestly probably the best case solution for what they had to do as opposed to what they've done in the past. Yeah. I mean, going back to what you said about the Anthony Richardson thing and the inexperience, I mean, at the end of the day, ever almost everyone agrees that the potential of this guy outweighs the risk. That's what you're thinking of is again, you're not taking Anthony Richardson, the, the whole the illogical thing, if you're a fan, if you're a coach, if you're a media personality, is to look at these players and say, what can they provide you the minute that they step on the football field? That is not what you want them to you be. Know, There's plenty of different quarterbacks. Uh, Richardson could you know, be the next prime Cam Newton and take the, the NFL by storm for several years. You know, maybe CJ Stroud turns into the next Patrick Mahomes with all these lasers and everything else. We already know he's good at it. What if he gets even better? You know, like, I mean, what's when does a guy reach their peak? And we can't assume that right off the bat with uh, guys like a Richardson who are still learning and getting back to it. But the other reason that Gardner Minshew is so important is, I mean, again, for what he was able to do beforehand, I mean, obviously, like you said, uh, now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab grown diamond bands, all hand finished and graded for excellence or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. If I'm the Colts staff, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, if we do want to win football games right away, and we don't want to take a chance on not winning football games, then 
yeah, you probably play Gardner Minshew to start week one because as much experience as Anthony Richardson can get in a couple weeks of training camp, it's still not going to put him over what Gardner Minshew has, and that's multiple years experience in the NFL. Gardner Minshew was a starter. Gardner Minshew was a guy that's played in a lot of NFL games. He is a guy that understands how this works. And he was in Steichen's offense last year. So he understands how Steichen works. So, I mean, there's a great balance to that because then uh, no matter what Steichen wants to do with Anthony Richardson, Gardner Minshew can understand it, at least for the most part. He may not be able to do everything that Steichen wants Richardson to do, but he understands how to decipher things that Steichen's going to bring down. And the best thing for Anthony Richardson is to stick as close to Gardner Minshew as humanly possible. We already know he worked out with Gardner Minshew in the offseason down in Florida. So they're, they already have great, uh, you know, great chemistry with each other. They already like each other. They're already working things out with one another. So it's a great thing for Anthony Richardson and this Colts team to have a guy like Gardner Minshew who knows the off, or at least for most part, understands the head coach. He understands how it's going to work. And regardless of the situation that Gardner Minshew is going to be in, he knows that his role, regardless, is very, very important. So it's good to have a guy like Gardner Minshew who, if the Colts want to take the slower route and not go with Anthony Richardson right off the bat, then yeah, that, that's kind of one of those things. Or if the Colts do want to say, hey, listen, I mean, Richardson may not be ready yet, but we know that the best way to get this guy ready sooner is just to get him, throw him out there uh, and start figuring this stuff out. And like, we feel confident that even if he falls through a lot of the early part of the season, that he's going to have some troubles, then we still feel that's the best route. And I think, Cody, that's the big question here. It's not about, like, I think we all can agree that Anthony Richardson is not as good of a quarterback as Gardner Minshew is right now, uh, at least to start out this year. Just the ultimate question is, is do you feel that having a guy like uh, like Anthony Richardson and throwing him out there to the Wolves week one is the best thing for him? Does it destroy his confidence? I mean, the guy, he just spews confidence. Like, to me, like, his aura just makes me think, like, this This dude doesn't have, a like, any shadow of a doubt he's going to be a great player. Like, I just don't think that throwing him out there and, you know, him getting, you know, destroyed a little bit is going to, you know, really hurt his confidence because he's had issues at Florida as well. It's not like Florida was a national title contender. It's not like he wasn't used to losing. I mean, he's used to having to do everything by himself. So, I mean, he's in a situation now where he doesn't have to do everything by himself. He's in a good support system. I feel like he'd be more advanced now because of where in the position that he's in. I mean, do you agree with that? I would say so. I mean, that was a point I was going to make was just the fact that, like, you know, this is what I said all along when you hired Steichen. And if you go back, you'll probably hear me say it. It's like, why not take the the biggest swing you possibly can at a quarterback, which is Richardson? I mean, everybody would say Richardson had the highest floor in this draft, right? Or, or the highest ceiling, excuse me. 
and probably the lowest floor, the highest ceiling, the lowest floor. But like the fact that like you, you talked about, he has Jonathan Taylor. He's got that running game, right? He's got some solid receivers. Um, and also he's got Shane Steichen, right? And he's got that guy that has worked with quarterbacks um, who, you know, really weren't ready when they came in, right? Jalen Hurts wasn't ready. I'm thinking Jalen Hurts more. Justin Herbert was a lot more ready, but like, you know what I mean? Like he's had some experience working with young passers and developing them. Now I would say Anthony Richardson is probably the guy that is going to be the biggest work just because of his lack of experience at the NFL level, right? even at the football level at all. Um, but I would say, yeah, he has a lot of, uh, you know, like you said, support system around him. And I think that is why, if you look at the AFC, I mean, you, you talked about like the AFC, man, it is loaded right now with young quarterback talent. You know, Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, even, you know, in your own division, Trevor Lawrence, like so many guys. I know I'm forgetting a couple. Like there's just so many guys. And the AFC South has two new rookie quarterbacks in it alongside of you. So like the youth movement has come to the AFC and the Colts have the option where they're going to continue to do it. Or were they going to, you know, jump on the train, jump on the wagon, if you will, and they decided to do that. So, like, I think, like, I'm good if the Colts feel confident and Richardson feels confident knowing that it's not going to be perfect. There's probably going to be some struggles, but he's not going to lose confidence in who he is, right? Not going to lose confidence in what he can become. Then I have no problem because, like you said, you know, he needs experience. I mean, like, this dude needs experience. He needs to go through the good and the bad, or right? he's gone through some of both at Florida, but he needs to go through it in the same way at the NFL level. Right. I mean, I think there would be no greater teacher for Anthony Richardson than, you know, to go out there and play and just have, you know, just work it out with Steichen as they go along, you know, and look at the good, look at the bad, look at the ugly and learn from it. And I mean, you saw what happened when, you know, Jalen Hurts was a starter and Steichen started calling plays in the second half of the season. Look how he ascended. And then what happened last year? And so it's like, why, why would you feel like he couldn't do the same kind of thing with Richardson as well? So I think he has a great support system, certainly, you know, a better support system than what Andrew Luck had coming in his rookie year. That's no question about that. Uh, but I think just from a coaching standpoint, you've got the right coach, you have the running game. You have some solid options. You have an offensive line that you feel like if coached properly can be a solid offensive line still. I know they've had their share of struggles the last couple of years, but you think with a change, kind of a fresh perspective that Tony Sperano Jr. is going to bring in, like some things are just going to be different from what they've been in the past. So, um, yeah, in my in a long-winded answer, I do think Anthony Richardson has some pretty good support here and some really good opportunity you know, to not have to be the guy to do everything, right? He said he's not going to have to do what he did at Florida. He's not going to have to do what Luck did his rookie year, right? Because he's going to have a running game. He And Luck never had that. Luck never had anywhere close to what Jonathan Taylor is. And Richardson gets at his rookie year, and that's going to be his best friend, man. That's going to be his best friend. And the ways that Steichen and, you know, Jim Bob Cooter and all these guys are going to build around his strengths, right? You, I mean, look what Jim Bob Cooter did last year with Trevor Lawrence, Look how he ascended from his rookie season. So, like, you got two guys that have history working with young quarterbacks to develop them, and they've shown, both of these guys, with different situations, they've shown steady improvement with all these young passers. So I have confidence it's going to probably go well. Obviously, it'll depend on Richardson uh, at the end of the day. But uh, 
certainly do feel like it's a pretty good situation. And hey, Derek, if you're bad, Marvin Harrison Jr. doesn't sound too bad either as a, as a weapon for Richardson. <laughs> could so. you imagine? Could you imagine Anthony yeah. Richardson and Marvin Harrison Jr. that that's the next great Peyton Manning, Marvin Harrison duo right there. And then you throw because in Anthony a little bit Richardson of, can just throw it deep down there somewhere. And Marvin <laughs> Harrison is going to moss whoever it is down there. I mean, he's literally Justin Jefferson 2.0. A little bit of Josh Downs, a little bit of Alec Pierce, a little bit of Jelani Woods in there. Yeah. Maybe. And I mean, the, of, the oh. other thing is, too, we talk about, you know, Steichen and we talk about Jim Bob Cooter. The other coach we don't even talk about that much is Cam Turner, the quarterback's coach, mm. who yeah. also has spent time, you know, with uh, Cam Newton and also with Kyler Murray. You know, guys who right. have uh, those multifaceted parts to their game that understand how these types of quarterbacks work. Guys that can both uh, throw the ball deep and can also use their legs, utilize those legs. So that's one of those things where you got guys all around that know how to how to play to Anthony Richardson's strengths. So that's the great part of it is having that kind of uh, quarterbacks coach that can spend a lot of time with specifically just Anthony Richardson that understands and gets his game. So that's another big one. Um, all in all, I mean, again, this is, it's going to be a rough patch for this team. I mean, obviously Garner Minshew's not a top 10 quarterback in this league. He never, he never really was, and he never will be. Um, and obviously Anthony Richardson, uh, we've all acknowledged it's probably going to take at least a year, if not two years to finally see Anthony Richardson, you know, become, you know, potentially the best quarterback in the AFC South at this point. But I mean, it's that it's, it's gotta, it's gotta take a little bit of time, but I'm willing to wait it out. If that's, if, if it means that Steichen gets the quarterback that he wants for, you know, the next 10 to 15 years. Yep. It's all, it's going to be patience. Right. And like I said earlier, it's, it's going to really depend on Richardson, right? You know, how does he take everything? How, and I, and we've seen, you know, when the Colts, the Colts have scouted this guy for, for so long, there's so many different scenarios, but like, there's no greater teacher, Derek, than experience. There's just not. And so how does he respond when it gets hard? You know, when he's thrown his third interception, of the game. Like how does he respond when things aren't going well, you know, like, and that'll be the ultimate thing I'm watching for Richardson this year. And you know what, Derek, if he somehow shocks us all and just lights it on fire and is a lot better and looks a lot more ready to go, we'll take it. We won't say no to that. So, but you know, for a lot of people who are saying Richardson's going to be rookie of the year. Like I just want to pump the brakes a little bit. Right. Because he's just, he just needs time. He just needs development. I mean, all rookie quarterbacks need development, but like just because of the lack of experience, he just probably needs a little bit more than maybe a traditional rookie. But all the intangibles are there, like we talked about. He's got the size. He's got the arm. He's got the athleticism. If it works out, amazing. Like that's going to be a lot of fun the next 10 to 15 years. Um, but if not, you know what? I'd rather the Colts go out. I'd rather Chris Ballard go out swinging than not doing anything at all, you know, than, than, you know, kicking the can down the road and then eventually just getting fired. Like I'd rather him take the swing and go for it. And 
We'll see what happens. It's going to be fun, though, to watch this year and see who is the starter week one. And, of course, if we're able to go down to training camp and watch him in person, that's going to be awesome. We're really hoping that we get an opportunity again for that. So, Derek, is there anything else you have to say about these quarterbacks, this quarterback room? Uh, like you said, it's just it's going to be fun to see, you know, how Anthony Richardson does throughout training camp and how much first-team reps he gets. Um, that's really going to be a big indicator on what's going to happen. Um, me personally, I think the best thing you should do is play Richardson right off the bat. First of all, you you get not only um, him some more experience right off the bat, but in in terms of the fans too. Like, remember, it's going to be the first game is going to be in Indianapolis against Jacksonville. And what better way to kick off the season than to have the young prodigy be the starter and then allow for this fan base to kind of get excited? You know, like this fan base has been, you know, like just throwing rocks at the building of the Indianapolis Colts for literally the last three months. And we finally got the answer that we wanted in Anthony Richardson. And now there's room for excitement now. Uh, so let's let's just kind of do that. You know, let's try to get the give the fans what they want. And at the same time, you know, just let this kid go out and do what he wants to do. You know, like just, just figure out what you got. And you know what? Maybe like in the, the first game or two and you find out that he's just really not got it. He's really not got it right away. Then you could bring Gardner Minshew in there. You're realizing that he it's going to take a little bit more time for Anthony Richardson and we'll reevaluate as the season goes along. But I just think that's what that's what the Colts should do uh, if they want to get the best out of Anthony Richardson and the most support out of this fan base. Exactly. Right. Is it, is it time to start potentially hoping again? Not quite ready to say yes there, but, uh, you know, it's definitely more than we've had in a long time. So as fans, we will take that and we will be excited about that. And uh, we'll see what he's got, man. We'll see what this quarterback room has. I know uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Sam Ellinger still on the roster. Somebody's going to mention something. So shout out Sam Ellinger. Uh, sorry that you got killed in that Patriots game last year. Um, so hopefully that doesn't happen again. But uh, we'll see if we'll see if they keep two or three quarterbacks this year, um, and if Sam Ellinger's on the roster or not. So, guys, that'll do it for our look at the quarterback position. Let us know your thoughts on all these quarterbacks: Anthony Richardson, Gardner Minshew, and Sam Ellinger. If you want to throw Sam Ellinger in there, uh, but that'll do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like I said, just the start of this series. We'll have nine more episodes after this, so be sure to tune in for those. But that will do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, and as always, go Colts. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.